Welcome to the Everyday Icon podcast, a podcast focused on helping women entrepreneurs embrace the image she has always envisioned to become the boss she is meant to be. I'm your host, Tiffany Howard. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Everyday Icon Style Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany, and today we're going to be discussing how you shop and how it affects your closet. But first, I want to say if you have been enjoying the series that I've been talking about your closet being ground zero for your style, thank you for being on this journey. If you are catching me now in this episode here, please be sure to go back and start with episode 108 to where I talk about how your closet is ground zero with building and creating your style or image. Because with this, we have to understand the importance of our closet and how cleaning it out can help us. And today I'm going to kind of tie all this all together with how we shop, because sometimes I don't think we think about how we shop as an issue because we use shopping for many different reasons. Um, We wear them, of course, to buy clothes, but sometimes we may use it as a coping mechanism. We may be shopping for, um, as a sport for, so for whatever your reason is, sometimes um, it can actually always have you ending up with a closet full of clothes with nothing to wear. So let's dive right in. So number one is chasing trends. You will always be shopping if you are chasing trends. It will literally be a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job, which will cost you time and which will cost you money. It'll cost you time because you are always scrolling through, whether it's your iPad, your phone, you're always going to be scrolling through to see what the latest trends are. You will probably have your eyes glued to fashion weeks when they are they come out to see what's the latest and greatest that's going to be for the new season for when they hit the runway. You are always, always going to be looking. It's going to cost you money because at times these pieces are going to cost you a pretty penny. And even if it's not one piece, it will eventually add up over time. We want to remember, if anything, when chasing trends, it does not keep you stylish. It may keep you looking hip. It may keep you looking current and on the cutting edge, but it does not make you stylish. Style, remember, is personal. And the only person that can determine what your style is, is you. Chasing trends, those trends might not look good on you. So you're chasing this never-ending dream that this chasing this trend is going to make you look stylish, going to make you look fashionable, and it's not going to actually reflect who you are. Your style should reflect who you are and how you want to show up in the world. Now, can you add trendy pieces to your wardrobe? Absolutely. But it should have, if you do that, it has to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, then there's no need to buy it. So if anything that you, do, that you take away, just always remember that style is personal. And that trend may look good on the model on the runway, but it's not or necessarily good for me. And it's not going to reflect how I want to show up or how you want to show up in the world. It can also hide your insecurities. And this was one that I never thought of before, but doing the research, it can also, with looking and chasing trends, it can help us with hiding our insecurities. It could be due to fear of us aging as we get older, 
not fitting in, just to name a few. But we have to learn to kind of let that go in our own time and in our own way. It's okay to age. Listen, I am 48. I will be 49 this year. I am like in line to be 50. And I have never felt more comfortable than I, I feel more comfortable now than I did say when I was 25 or 30. And my style should reflect that. That it should reflect that I am comfortable in the skin that I'm in. I am okay with aging because at times we thought 50 is old. Well, guess what? I'm 48. It's, it's not old. When you realize, you know, it's not old. There are 50, there are 60 and 70 year old women that are like, look as good as I do, look better than what I do and are comfortable. And when we see that, it's like, it's okay. You know, so we have to learn to become okay with that. We're not fitting in. We're not necessarily always supposed to fit in. And that was another thing that I always had to feel comfortable with too, that I knew that I was different. And I do have the own, I have a, the beat to my own drum in my head, but I tried to always stay in line with it. But it's okay to sometimes go outside of that and then come back in and go back side of that and come back in. And a great reflection, there's always somebody in your life that has that. And I can definitely say my sister has th- had that. Um, and I talked about this actually in a completely different episode about walking to the beat of your own drum. And that it's okay and being comfortable within that. And sometimes we feel insecure because we get to a point to where, oh, I don't fit in. If I was being honest with myself, I've never really fit in anywhere. And it's taken me a very long time to be comfortable with that. So I would try to dress like everybody else to kind of fit in, but I didn't. And that is okay. So number one was chasing trends. Number two stress relief. Shopping is actually a form of self-care. So anybody that tells you otherwise, you can tell them, Tiffany said, it's a form of self-care. In during scheduled times that you would like to do, say, a spa day, and it could also be a bad thing too. So yes, it's a good way to release stress. Yes, it's self-care, but there are some bad things that come along with it at times. When it's overdone, So you may tend to eat when you're stressed. Instead of eating, say for me, I would shop. If you had a bad day at work, you know what will make me feel good? I'm going to go buy that cute dress I saw at Zara the other day. Now over time, this becomes a habit that you use to deal with your stress. So every blue moon, okay, that's great and that's fine. But we cannot make it a habit. Because when you make it a habit, now you're really starting to buy clothes that are they have nothing really to do with your style you're buying it because it looks cute you're buying it on impulse you're buying it because this is how you deal with the stress in your life and then when you open up your closet you're like well damn I don't have anything to wear because nothing goes and I think the way to combat that is to first build a foundation for your wardrobe and build it with intention. So as long as you have those pieces that you can always interchange and you can always mix and match together, you'll be fine. And then every now and again, when you have a bad day at work on the, you know, we hope we don't have a lot of bad days at work and I hope they're not on a regular basis 
because if they are, you may want to change your job. But on those rare occasions that you have something stressful in your life, I don't care what it is, every now and again, it is okay. The same way it's okay to eat that piece of chocolate, it is okay to go buy that dress in moderation. So that's how we have to look at it because we want to get into the habit of buying clothes with intention. And most importantly, you have to look at, again, saving you money. So it's because sometimes when you buy for stress, you tend to spend more money than you want to spend. So you might have looked at some, you know, you might be looking, it might be on your board to say, you know what, I would love to have this Chanel bag. And that Chanel bag is about $5,000. So one day something happens, some sort of stress trigger happens, whether it's personal, career, business-wise, whatever it is, and you end up buying that bag. And by the time you realize it, you're like, oh God, how I just spent like $6,000. How the heck am I going to, like, where, how, why did I do that? Because it was stress. So you have to remember and put it into perspective of watching how you deal with stress and trying to find alternatives for dealing with stress. For me, I have learned, especially when I do it on a regular, I do it at least three days a week, I go to the gym. So that helps alleviate stress because I used to be in the mall all the time. I used to buy just to buy and I had a closet literally full of clothes at one point with nothing but price tags and I never wore them because I bought them just to buy them because of whatever reason and not because I needed it and because at that point I wasn't buying or building a wardrobe built on intention. So we have to remember, number two, stress relief is also a way that's not helping us with having a closet and organized and functioning wardrobe for us. It actually hinders us if you buy under stressful conditions. Always remember, it has to be in moderation. Number three, shopping therapy. It fills a deeper void than what we are missing in our wardrobe. So let me repeat that again. Shopping therapy is different from stress relief. Shopping therapy fills a deeper void than what we are missing in our wardrobe. It could be happiness. It could be companionship. It could be security. It could be lonely. Those are just a few. But you would have to determine what is going on deeper in me that is causing me to use shopping as a form of therapy and not shopping because of stress. It can keep us company or distracted from the real issues that we have in our life. They are a temporary relief. And it will never solve the problem that is actually and truly going on in your life. And if you feel that way, then I highly advise you, we are not around here. I'm not afraid to recommend therapy. If you have a deeper issue than that, then I highly recommend that you find a therapist that will be able to help you with that issue, that will be able to provide you with better coping skills to help you with that. Because again, shopping therapy will cost you a lot of time and it will cost you a lot of money. And you may not think of it, think, you know, for example, even saying you're not smart enough or pretty enough, successful enough. 
and it hides it hides it from others because you're wearing the latest trends you're wearing the thing that you saw an influencer wear on social media so you have to keep that in mind and what ends up happening is is even though you're going through this shopping therapy the issue that you the real issue that you have becomes bigger when you don't have the resources to keep on buying and that's when the money comes in so the store credit cards start to look appealing to you let me go get this other credit card you know they have the um the you can pay like the you can have four payments of $10 to buy a $40 item when you start going into that realm of buying you need to say put the pump the brakes and be like whoa wait a second because the issue the underlying issue will become greater and then the shopping that you're doing will become greater because now you're going to have to say this is it becomes such a habit and it becomes such your your coping mechanism to deal with things that now you're over here now not only do you have this big issue but now you've racked up these bills and not only do you have to deal with the issue but now I also have to figure out how am I going to work on these issues and as far as you know the debt that you have incurred with that so remember when you start and if you feel that you are shopping because of therapy shopping is becoming your form of therapy and, and not going to a therapist for whatever the bigger deeper issue is I want you to pump the brakes I want you to sit down and I really want you to become real with yourself and that can be scary. I have had to do it several times in my life. But I promise you, you will be fine coming out on the other side. And listen, I had to go to therapy for two years, right? It's the best thing that probably happened to me. And if I ever needed to go again, I would probably go again too. Because some things you can't deal with. And even now through the grief process that I am going through, I am actually considering probably going to grief therapy because it's a little different than, you know, type of grief that I'm going through right now. But that will be in a later episode at a later date. So just stay tuned for that. So to recap what I talked about today for how we shop can affect our closets. One, we're chasing trends. Two, it's a way that we relieve some stress. And three, we are shopping becomes our actual therapy. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you are ready to get real with your closet and clean it out and create a clean slate so you can build that wardrobe that you want to build on intention so you can show up in the world the way that you want to. In the description box below, I have created a free mini detox course to help you Clean out your closet as I take you step-by-step step and actually give you some job aids to help you clean out your closet. So with all of that being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I will talk to you guys next week in the next episode. Bye, guys.